Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Sammy Edmund is um, SEN's chief sports reporter and he's been good enough to join us. Uh, Sammy, good morning to you, mate. Love a good Japanese sunset, Kane. Uh, Good morning to you. No more sleeps on the footy advent calendar, is there? I've been looking forward to this cutthroat weekend. Well, it's on. We are on. Um, And I don't think there's going to be many surprises tonight. Can you firstly make a case for the Saints or not? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can definitely mm. make a case for the state. It's going to be mightily difficult. We know that. But, uh, no, I'm on. I uh, don't know if you saw this yesterday, Kane, but I filled out their bandwagon form that they put up on oh, Twitter, was which good. was very clever. Very good use of social media, that. So, uh, no, they're, they're probably everyone's second team at the moment, I would have thought. So, whether we're all glass half full and optimistic, they can really turn the finals on their head, I'm not sure. But it is going to be mightily tough. And Tom Lynch back as well, just another headache for them. Now, our man Gary Lyon this morning dropped a bomb um, on his show. He, he says that Carlton are keen on Collingwood star Jordan Ngoi. So, just to quote Gaz, he said, my man reckons that Carlton have been stockpiling salary cap room for a number of years now. For those wondering how it works, can you explain how a club can stockpile salary cap room over a number of years? Well, there's an underspend system, if you like, Kane, whereby if you pay 95% of the salary cap for a period of time, then you can then overspend on the cap for a period of time mm. as well. That's probably the most simplistic way yep. to put it. And Carlton have manufactured their books in a way where they can do that, and they're doing it now. And, and that was a big reason they were able to front-end that deal for Jack Martin 12 months ago so dramatically to price Melbourne and others out of the market. They clearly have cash to spend. They've got more cash to spend. Whether it's on someone like Jordan Degowie is massively speculative. I can't put any meat on that bone other than to say I would be staggered if Jordan Degowie's management, which is his old man Roger, hasn't fielded calls from just about every club in the competition. We know Essendon reached out as well to try and get him some time ago to at least touch base, if you like, and see where Jordan's head is at. I mean, most things point to him staying at Collingwood. That hasn't changed. But you don't know if you don't ask. You can't win the raffle without a ticket, Kane. Mm. Uh, whilst we're on, Carlton, the threat of Adam Saad you broke yesterday um, threatening to go through the pre-season draft if they can't get a deal done with the Bombers? Yeah, and it probably will get done. I don't want it to uh, make no. it out as if they're, they're going to do that as a fait complete. But they are prepared for all scenarios, given... The difficulty historically when it comes to manufacturing trades, not just with Essendon who have the reputation, but Carlton as well haven't been exactly shrinking violet on the trade front either. So 
Uh, it's pick seven at the moment on the table, clearly, to bring Saad to Princess Park. The Bombers may well seek more than that. I think it'll be seven and a swap of late picks for what it's worth, or maybe Carlton will just get a late pick back the other way. But the Saad camp, they've got the plans in place, the mechanisms, should a stalemate scenario ensue, Kane. Hopefully it doesn't get to that for Saad, from Saad's point of view, but certainly... He's ready for it, should. And while other clubs have earlier picks in the Blues, some people might say, well, what's stopping North Melbourne from swooping in the pre-season draft? I mean, are you really going to sign a guy, Kane, mm. on a five-year contract at $650,000 a season when he doesn't want to meet with you, he hasn't met with you, you haven't been able to do a medical with him, and he doesn't want to play there? I mean, it just doesn't happen, does it? So he will get to Carlton one way or the other. I agree with that. Um, so some talk of a mass exodus at Essendon and the names, you've heard them, Hurley, Hooker, Merritt, Fantasia. What is the landscape with the other bombers that are still there at the moment? Yeah, I agree with what you said earlier today. And I know Robert Murphy was of a similar mind earlier this week. When it's not all doom and gloom, I mean, Danaher, Essendon supporters, you've been conditioned to that almost, that he's going. And Fantasia, if he leaves, well, so be it. Sad, hurt, but at least now you've got clarity on, on where you're at moving forward and you get three, potentially three first-round draft picks in and you reset with some promising youngsters, McGrath, Ridley already at the club and so forth. But you'd want to make sure this is the end of the fire, wouldn't you, Kane? And mm. I don't think it is. Certainly the jungle drums at the moment are beating furiously in the sense that there's more uh, uncertainty at the club, there's more players who are exploring their options and there's more players who are perhaps part of this ever-increasing disgruntled group, if you like. Now, I'm hearing whispers Devin Smith is one of those. He signed the four-year deal yeah. when he crossed from GWS in late 2017. So like Zach Merritt, he is contracted for next year. But whispers around him being unsettled and not happy there, whether it translates to him putting a trade request in, that is a long bow to draw at this point. But certainly some unhappiness with him. We hear some whispers about Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, Jake Stringer as well. So... They've got to nip this in the bud, Essendon, really quickly. And um, Dan Richardson saying that yesterday that the players perhaps haven't been, not all of them, willing to play the roles um, um, encouraged of them or ordered upon them to pursue is a real worrying trait. And uh, Ben Rutten's really got to get a hold of this quick and um, and reset. Mm. Uh, let's move on to Adelaide and what the hold-up would be for Brad Crouch. What's your best guess? I mean, some would assume that Geelong and him may be waiting for them to exit, but that didn't stop Joe Danaher naming Brisbane. Why do you think it's taking Brad Crouch so long? Yeah, he is the restricted free agent there, of course, and you're right, he hasn't declared his hand yet. Well, my understanding is the hold-up does relate to the team's playing finals, Kane. Now, some clubs care about this sort of stuff and some mm. clubs don't. Now, Richmond re-signed Jack Graham, but the Tigers and Geelong have been reluctant to commit to deals for recruits in this era, era of list-size uncertainty, if you like, complicated by the fact they're still trying to win the premiership. Now, Crouch has been courted by the Cats and the Tigers have also touched base with him on the quiet. Make no mistake about that. Port Adelaide have been linked because if he had a choice, that's probably where he would prefer to play his footy for geographical reasons, albeit, geez, it's really hard to see how he fits in there at the power. So I think it relates, or I've been told it relates to the teams that are still in contention for the Premiership, uh, Kane, and once that ship sails, then he'll make his move. A bit of talk about Jeremy Cameron this morning as well, dealing exclusively throughout the year with the Giants, but they may, that may have been derailed and talk is Geelong waiting as well for, for mm. him to make a call. 
Really hard to get a read on this, I'll say, right from the outset. Albeit, he signed the big five-year extension in March 2015. It was heavily back-ended. We know that. He stood to earn an absolute stack this year. Some believe as much as $1.5 million, but certainly a large amount before COVID hit. So he's been hurt by as much as the pay cut as anyone. What I can tell you is that when they initially sat down to sort out this contract, this new contract, the Jeremy Cameron side of the equation and his management put forth uh, a proposal that was, well, probably a little bit inflamed from the GWS side. They were a fair way apart on what they thought was fair and reasonable. It's taken a long time to reach a middle ground. We know Geelong have been interested for a long, long time, Kane. So whether they are the opportunist here remains to be seen. Um, I'm not even going to hazard a guess as to what mm. Jeremy Cameron wants to do, other than the fact he's making uh, some people at GWS sweat a little bit that they can't get him signed. I reckon the, the key forward is going to be fascinating in this trade period. One that hasn't spoken, been spoken about a lot lately, but big two-metre Peter from Gold Coast. I would assume there's a lot of interest in him. He hasn't established himself at Gold Coast. Uh, is a return on the cards perhaps in order for him to return to Victoria or come to Victoria? Last touch base with Two Metre Peter a couple of weeks ago, Kane, and actually, conversely, there wasn't a heck of a lot of clubs declaring their hand on a player like that. I think he fits into that basket without being offensive to him. Uh, Unless you're a superstar player at the moment, with no no certainty on salary cap and list sizes, clubs are just biding their time. I think he will certainly find a new home, but it's difficult to put any clarity around that at the moment when clubs just don't know what they've actually got to work with. I think once they know that and the relative room they've got in their cap and on their list and who else is coming and going, then I think you'll find uh, there'll be there'll be interest for two-metre Peter and also Will Brody as well, who is very much up for grabs. I think both of those players at Gold Coast are expendable and uh, will be at new clubs next year. Good on you, Sammy. Looking forward to you backing up on Crunch Time tomorrow. Can't wait, Kane. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.